Hello, and welcome to Bending Over Backwards podcast, episode two. My name is Kira Reed, and I'll be your host. This week, we have Katie Grant on the show. She will be talking about running a business while being a mom. We will also be talking about date night, intimacy, and relationships after baby. You can find me on Instagram at KiraTheRead, on Facebook at facebook.com slash bendingpodcast, or on Twitter at bendingpodcast. Make sure you check out my Kickstarter at bit.ly slash bendingpodcast. Give what you can, share as often as you can. If you like the podcast and want more, please support in any way possible. This episode is recorded on borrowed equipment, so if you like it and want more, I need your help. Also, remember to subscribe, rate, review, and most importantly, share. First up, we will be talking about date night. Date night can look very different post-baby. It may mean that date night is sitting in front of the couch watching a movie as a family, or it could be that you guys all go out to a fancy dinner, or maybe you find a sitter and mom and dad do something special with just each other. So I have some tips on how to make each of those a little more interesting and a little easier on mom and dad. First off is indoor date night, staying at home, doing something special. I know my husband and I like to watch a lot of movies and Netflix, and to make it a date night, you just have to change it from the mundane binge watching. Sometimes we like to move the couch so that it's right in front of the TV. We grab the nice blankets and pillows off the bed and snuggle in with special snacks and baby. He might fall asleep that's fine. It's still a special night for us. We've done something to make it different. We've made an effort to make it a different night. Going out with baby. I know for my husband and I, we go out to eat with baby a lot and it's considered a date. We had a baby so that we could have a baby. We like to bring him with us and to make it special, we all get dressed up. The baby puts on his nicest outfit and we try to keep food off him for at least 10 minutes And as long as we're all three of us making the effort to look special and to spend time together, it's a date. The third option, and admittedly our hardest option, is leaving house without baby. The good old-fashioned dates. For us, our first date was only two months after he was born. We went to a wrestling show here in Portland, a WWE show, and it was... Very exciting to get to see these people that we see on TV all the time, but it was really hard as a very new mom who had been on the couch with the baby for the past two months to leave home. Not that I didn't trust my mother to be babysitting him, but I didn't feel good leaving him. It's a little bit biological that you don't want to leave the side of your newborn baby. And that can be hard to break. So mom did a great job of sending me pictures throughout the night and reassuring me every few minutes that baby was fine. But that can be hard to almost abandon your baby while you're on a date. You're not abandoning your baby, but moms out there who have gone on that first night out, you feel like you're leaving your baby to the wolves home alone. Um, I know for us, a big problem was we were trying to sleep train the baby and it was not the same when mom was home. And so trying to rush home to make sure we made it home for that first feeding to make sure the night went smooth was really hard for us. In hindsight, we probably didn't need to do that. He probably would have been fine if he had missed out on one perfect night of sleep. But when you're a new mom, every little thing is very, very important and keeping a routine can be very important. 
So my tip would be to allow yourself to let go, allow yourself just a few moments of pleasure. The babysitter is very capable. Allow yourself to trust them and trust yourself that you've made the right call to leave the house. Again, if you don't feel great leaving baby at home with someone, take baby with you. Try a few dates with baby and see how it goes. Maybe you are someone that that's a very stressful event. And so having a babysitter is the better option. For us, it's not stressful at all. We bring him with us wherever we go, no matter what we're doing, pretty much. There are some things now that we don't do, like we don't necessarily go to movies because he doesn't have the attention span to sit and do that. But Instead, we have inside movie night. So we'll wait until the movie we want to see comes out on streaming and we'll download it and watch it at home while snuggled up. And then we don't have to be stressed out about screaming baby or what are we going to feed him at the theater? And that's a special night, too. And that's the real major point here is that as long as you're making an effort to make the night special, it's a date. You could be cooking dinner if you put on a new tablecloth and maybe get dressed up nice for dinner. It's a date. It's something special. It's you making an effort to show your significant other that you care about them and that you want this to be a special moment that they can share with you. Next up, we have Katie Grant. Katie Grant, along with her husband, is the owner of Deergo Public House in Yarmouth. And all summer long, they feature a significant draft and they do lots of events around that draft. So check them out and what draft they might have on special right now at deergopublichouse.com or you can head over to our Facebook page and we have links there. You own Deergo Public House with your husband. Yes, on Route 1 in Yarmouth. And how long have you owned the public house? It will be a year on July 29th. Wow, and how is it doing? It's good. We're um, extremely proud, very happy, feel very grateful for what we've got going on. So you have one son. Yes. And his name is Abel. Yep. And he's almost two? Yes, he will be two in July. How do you balance that work and home life? It took quite a while for me to figure that out um, because my husband and I are both... Not that any of us have it figured out. No, I don't have it figured out at all. But to get to a place where I feel healthy about it, because at one point, in the past year, we were actually running three different businesses. And because for the past like five years, I've been a freelance graphic designer. And so I had my own thing. And Ben kind of had the deli. And then we were both running deer ago right in the beginning. And we had this little kid running around too. So it was insane. And I can definitely say that I was not always happy. There were definitely a few months where I was not in a good place. And uh, I know the same for Ben as well, my husband. And so getting, you know, selling the deli, and then I basically essentially closed my graphic design business as well. And we decided that what we wanted to do was focus on our restaurant, which has been, you know, a dream for us for a really long time. So recognizing that and just being able to let go of some of the extra really helped me, especially as somebody who can't stop working, <laughs> to just like take a minute and remember what is important and what is important is our family. And this way we, um, we're we only open for dinner down at the restaurant. So we actually have the mornings and early afternoon together, which has been huge. So yeah. 
not having to fill that time with other work commitments um, was a huge balancing act for me. And we're finally in a place where I think we're both really happy with that. We can wake up and just sit and watch cartoons, the three of us, for an yeah. hour if we want to. Yeah. And it's great, <laughs> you know. So that's been massive. And just recognizing what time of the day I can do things. Like when, mm-hmm. when my son is asleep, I can obviously get more work done. But when he's awake, I don't even try anymore. Um, yeah. You know, so and, and just being yeah. okay with that took me a long time. And I'm just, you know, I've just accepted it and that it is what it is. So, yeah. Yeah. So you kind of segued a little earlier into my next question, which is, you know, running a business is definitely 24 mm-hmm. seven. I am now doing this podcast mm-hmm. and I teach yoga at preschools. And so I am 24 seven thinking about what's next for my business. How do you kind of shut that off at home? Or can you shut that off at home? I know sometimes I have to just sit down and kind of work for an hour, write everything down. I guess they call it like a brain dump. And that's the only way I can, you know, get dinner and sit and watch a movie (laughs) with the kiddo. But what, how do you shut it off? Or how do you cope with? I definitely, I mean, it is definitely 24 seven. I I can't say that it shuts off. um, Mm -hmm. Because it's constant you know, thinking about like what you said, what's next or what, what I need to do tomorrow or, or when am I going to do this? And in addition to that, my husband and I are both working in this restaurant. So yeah. um, it is, and we have different roles within the restaurant, but we very much are a team. And um, so a lot of the time, our own conversations are about work, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. most of yep. them actually. And so it's, uh, we, you know, it, like I said, it's really just kind of recognizing, I think it's almost like we have sacred parts of the day. Like the morning time is really for just hanging out together because that's when we know nobody's expecting us to do anything at eight o'clock in the morning. And so we don't put that pressure on ourselves and we just hang out together. But then once, you know, we kind of start the day a little bit more, it's okay. We've got to you know, head out and go and do this and take care of these things. And I kind of try to prioritize things into stuff I can do with Abel and stuff that I need to do without him. And that Mm -hmm. helps a lot as well. Um, And then to shut off, I mean, the only time I will say that I absolutely do not think about work, and I'm sure this is the same for my husband as well. We both work out a lot. And so he lifts Mm -hmm. all the time. And so I know that there's no space a lot of the time when you're trying to lift, you know, hundreds of pounds of weights <laughs> to yeah, think it about kind of pushes and, you know, everything else out yeah, of your mind. Exactly. And, and yeah. you know, he really started doing that about two years ago and it's been a huge thing for him. And I even notice, and I'm sure I'm the same way, but seeing it in another person, I know when he hasn't gone to the gym, like he's, he's, he's yeah. tired and he's not, he's not as focused on stuff all the time and that sort of thing. And I'm sure I am the exact same way when I don't get a chance to, you know, do yoga for the day, if I don't get my practice in, then it's like, (laughs) so it's definitely, we don't, that's what we take, I think, for ourselves every day. So that's good. That's, I think, really important as what I call stay at home working moms Mm -hmm. to have a schedule of, you know, this is a time for staying at home and this is a time for working. Mm I tend to do my work after he goes to bed, which she goes to bed at 630 or so. So I have quite a few hours where I can sit on the computer and not have to fight him for control of the keyboard or anything. (laughs) But I think that that's an important thing to kind of notice in that is that you do have what you called sacred time. You don't, no one's expecting anything of you. And you are very lucky with the working out. For me, when I exercise, that's when I tend to brainstorm the most. (laughs) 
though, like if if I go to a yoga class, especially yoga for me, because that's my job, I actually have a notebook Mm -hmm. next to my yoga mat because I think of things throughout class. And if I just write it down, then it's kind of gone. But I'm that weird girl in the back with a notebook during (laughs) yoga. I love it. Yeah. But actually, I mean, if that's your job, then that's what it is. And I mean, people hate going out to eat with Ben and I, like our family, because we're constantly yeah. critiquing stuff. And, and I mean, but we sit there and kind of lavish in it, you know, like, we're just like, we kind of love it. And whether it's yep. good or bad. And um, so yeah, I totally understand that. Um, I can't even imagine doing that at yoga class, though, which is very interesting. So yeah, yeah. So there's another level of another thing that you have to do fitness, mm-hmm. you are a very fit mom. How do you throw that in or how does that fit into your schedule? Um, It definitely is something that I just make sure I do every day. I, I, I used to run and I do still run, just not quite as regularly as I used to. Um, And like I said, my husband lifts almost every day and, but I really focus on my yoga practice every day. And every now and then I'll also go to the gym with my husband because the YMCA in Freeport has daycare and Abel really likes it. And it's a huge thing for us to be able to go and do that and to have it be a family thing is very cool for us. Uh, So that is one way that I make sure that I do it. And it takes that pressure off of what do I do with my child? It's amazing. And the, the people down at the Freeport Y are fabulous in, yes, the, in yes. the child care room. One of Abel's best friends, as he has told us, is <laughs> is one of the, the guys who works there, which is great. So they, um, you know, I feel safe with him there and he's comfortable there and Ben and I can go and, and do our thing. And so sometimes I go for a run because there's nothing quite like a good run yes. to get really sweaty yeah. and gross and just like yep. feel like you've really accomplished something. And then sometimes I'll, or if I can't make it to the gym, cause we don't live really that close to the gym. It's a good 20, 25 minutes for us to get there. Yep. It happens to be on our way to work. So it works out for Ben to go and do that, but it's not always something that works for me. So I just make sure that I can do some yoga. And I remember having I remember I always would wait until Abel was asleep to to do my practice and and that put a lot of pressure on me because I also had yeah. work related things to do while he took a nap. And so I finally was just like, I can do this with him. <laughs> and and so that's what we do. And so it's it's great and it's so it's such a good reminder of what yoga is about too, because I will sit there trying to, you know, do a pose and then all of a sudden he comes and tackles me. And that's funny. You know, like I just have to let that go. I don't get frustrated about it. I just let it go. And I know that he's participating with me in his way. So it's very fun for us to do that together. And I still will do nap time yoga because there is, you know, it's nice to not be interrupted yeah, it's as well. It's a very different home practice yes. with a baby. It's a totally different mm-hmm. almost exercise. Yeah. Uh, it's a little more mental and a little less, you know, you can't really close your eyes when you're doing yoga with a baby mm-hmm. or you're going to get kicked in the face <laughs> or a table's going to get pulled down. But it's just as it's just as effective. It's just a different kind of effect, I think. Exactly. But there's nothing like being in a quiet room and closing mm-hmm. your eyes and flowing exactly. and not having to worry about anything. Yeah, it's been it's awesome. And and it's nice that my husband and I have similar schedules sometimes too, because I am able to go to like at least one yoga class in the morning because yeah. he's still home to stay with Abel. Um, so I do still kind of 
I just have carved out time for it and I've made it a priority in my life, yeah. which I know can be hard. And it, and there are certainly days where I don't get a chance to work out. I am, you know, mm. just because there's 60 million other things that happen. Yeah, but, you have to prioritize. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Some days yoga is a priority. Mm-hmm. Some days you just, it's it can't no, be. No, it can't be. Absolutely. Or the next time you get on your mat, it's not going to be good because mm-hmm. you've you know, let the ball drop on other things. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, if you can't focus on it, then it's, you know, there is a certain point where it can't happen. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it sounds like you are really good at carving out times for specific things. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know this, but I'm assuming that you might have had to learn some of that the hard way. <laughs> How has, you know, becoming a mother and jumping into entrepreneurship, how has that affected your relationship with your partner? It's definitely brought us closer, um, I believe. Nice to hear. Yeah, I know that that is absolutely not the case for some people. And part of it is carving out time and having those good spaces during the day that, you know, this is this is our time. And it's really important for me because I don't work every night at the restaurant. Ben does work every night at the restaurant. So there are a couple nights a week that it's just me by myself, which is really important to me too, which keeps me, I believe, a sane person to live with. And yeah. so, and then, you know, Ben has his own time at the gym. That's really his own space. So making sure we have our own alone time, I think is yes. a big deal for us. We met while I was still in college and he was living here in Maine and I was going to school down in Virginia. And so the, for the first two years of our relationship, we were long distance. And then my husband and I also really? for our, the first the first year of our relationship mm-hmm. were, but we went to high school together. Oh. And so first year of our, you know, actual relationship, yeah. we were long distance. Yeah, it's like. So that's important, I think it was super important for us because we learned how to trust immediately. And we also learned how to communicate in a way that wasn't face to face. You know, it was we would we'd text each other throughout the day, all day. And that was that. And then we would call each other at night right before going to bed. We've always had very clear and open uh, communication skills with each other. And that really has helped running a business together. Um, and yeah. there are certainly times where we cannot stand each other. At, sure. and, 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 you know, working in a restaurant is a high stress job. And yes. we both work in our restaurant. He works um, on the line in the kitchen and I work out front. I wait tables and then I also manage out in the front of the house. And he has a lot more managerial experience than I do. And so a lot of times I have to come up to him and ask him how he might handle a situation or what should I do about this or is this okay? And sometimes we have differing opinions on that and we just, you know, we have our short terse words with each other and then we kind of just leave each other alone <laughs> and yeah. and we're yeah. fine later. Um, so that, you know, we really have to, especially running a business, you really have to be able to communicate and to trust each other. And, and the foundation of our relationship, having been long distance for those first two years, I think has really always helped us in that. And um, it's I found that um, by doing the long distance, to put this delicately, our relationship was a lot less based on chemicals. Mm. We formed a relationship mm-hmm. for and during we were kind of figuring out that that other chemical connection. Um, So I feel like we are a team and we are friends Mm -hmm. before or partners rather before we are kind of romantically entwined. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's having that foundation Mm -hmm. 
can make all the difference when you're having um, differences or, you know, when you're discussing things. After our first date, I remember telling my best friend, I just had so much fun with him. Yeah. And it's always yeah. been like that. We always have yeah. such a good time. And even when yep. we're at work and things, you know, it feels crazy. Like it's always been fun. And we have been through with our multiple businesses, we've been right. through some very low lows and, and you just, you look at each other and you say, what's important is you and me and our family. And yeah. I don't care if that means we're living in a cardboard box or, yeah. you know, if we're living in a beautiful mansion, I don't care because <laughs> that's all that's important. And, and making sure that that's where everybody's end goal is, is really important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. So sounds like you have a really strong kind of base relationship. Do you find that, again, that that chemical, the intimacy aspect shifted after having a baby? I know immediately after having a baby, everyone kind of is There's, in a no-fly zone. Yeah. But <laughs> but after that, you know, yeah. have you felt like it's different? What have you kind of done to maintain it or to boost it? It was certainly different at first, I would say. I mean, like you said, no fly zone. Like it was very, mm-hmm. you know, and you don't have time. You're too tired. And yeah. You're, just like, okay. you're like, no, this is so the last thing on my mind. But I remember, I mean, Ben and I have had from the beginning, we've also had a very physical relationship. We met working in a restaurant together. And mm-hmm. um, so it was... An- Which are very romantic places. Yeah, I mean, I, having worked in restaurants yes. and dated coworkers, yes. there's lots of side glances mm-hmm. and moments in the walk-in. And- oh, yeah, absolutely. We used to make out in dry storage, which was <laughs> yeah. Um But yeah, so it kind of, it started very physical and not from, I mean, we went on, you know, a couple dates before anything really happened, um, but it was definitely always there. And so, you know, they tell you after you've had a baby, you know, you have like the six weeks of not, no, no intercourse at all. And I remember yes. being... I was pretty much jonesing by the time we got to six weeks <laughs> and I got the A-OK and I was very excited and everything was cool. But then it wasn't awesome. Like it was no. it was OK. It wasn't terrible. Well, wasn't- especially coming from a pregnancy yeah. where everything is so heightened and everything <laughs> is great. And all of a sudden your husband is a rock star. Yeah. And then all of those hormones and all of that additional blood flow is gone. And you're like, oh, (laughs) okay. (laughs) Exactly. So we kind of eased into it. You know, um, there wasn't, Ben has never put pressure on me. So there really wasn't any pressure there. I put some pressure on myself because I was like, I want to do this. But it was very, it just felt very different. And, And part of me also, what I think kind of helped me get, get back into the normalcy of it was even though it was different, I was never in in pain or anything like that. So I yeah. kind of um, I looked at it as, you know, what new sensations I was feeling as, you know, this is just a whole new adventure and this is going to mm-hmm. be new and interesting and, and exciting. And 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 that really kind of helped me get there. And any any times when like I really love sex and <laughs> like just say yeah. it. <laughs> no, and, you know, and like when there were other times where I was just like, Ugh, you know, because we all get yeah. like that. Yeah. I had this moment once where I was like, I was thinking about it and my kid was running around and then I was like, like, like looked at him and I said, well, having sex produced that. 
And that is the best part of my life right now. Absolutely. And, you know, it kind of reminded me, like, what a beautiful thing it is and how wonderful it is and that sort of thing. And so I kind of just, I always think of it like that. And so it's nice. And, And we are, I mean, Abel's almost two, so I am completely healed and everything now yeah. and everything's good yeah, and yeah. Abel goes to daycare a couple of days a week that's part of our work life balance too yeah. um and one of the days that he goes to daycare is a day that Ben and I the restaurant is closed and so we oh, have nice. you have a day well, and a time exactly it's our adult yeah. day <laughs> and yeah. um yeah. sometimes that just means going out to lunch sometimes that means laying around the house together all day sometimes yeah. you know it is what it is and it's you know, the spontaneity of sex disappears when yes. you have a kid um, yeah. a little bit. We also have scheduled time <laughs> Yeah, you know, with work and the baby and he's just starting to sleep through the night. Mm-hmm. So we're just starting yeah. to kind of be more interested and less like, OK, we should do this, I guess, for the safety <laughs> of our relationship. But yeah, um, I think all couples you have to schedule that, it yeah. and say like, OK, you had today off, mm-hmm. so you're nice and rested now. Let's have this day be the mm-hmm. day, and then we're good. And if we fit it in another day, that's awesome. Yeah. But I think with the kid, it's nice to have it planned mm-hmm. and to know that it's coming, and you can kind of prep yourself mm-hmm. and the house. I know I can't, <laughs> you know, I can't let go if I know that there's a pile of dishes oh, and laundry. Oh, that's so funny because I so don't care. <laughs> My house is a wreck. But yeah, That's absolutely. Fine. I mean, like I said, the spontaneity kind of disappears and it's gotten yeah. better as Abel's gotten older for us That's good um, to know. just because and just kind of who we are. Um, I can't say we ever said, you know, this is going to happen on this day. I mean, there were certain things like I, I know when Abel was maybe like four or five months, maybe only four months old because he was still um I wasn't I was he was still completely nursing 100 percent. So I was four or five mm-hmm. months old. Um, Ben's sent us away to Portland for an overnight and had, you know, it all arranged and all of this stuff. And it was great, you know, and that was obviously like, okay, we have the night alone in a hotel. Yeah. This is happening. Um, See, I would just sleep. Oh, it was nice to do that too. (laughs) It was nice to do that too. Yeah. And once Abel slept through the night, that was a huge thing too for us, you know, like suddenly it was just like, okay. And well, you're not worried about getting interrupted Mm -hmm. either. Oh, yeah. There was one night. I remember we were doing our thing. Baby woke up. So I went and I nursed yeah. him and he got him back to sleep. And then I go back out. And then like it happened three or four times. Yeah. Going back and forth. Yeah. And finally. We had that night too. Oh, my God. <laughs> finally, I just went out and Ben's, you know, standing there like ready, like, hey. Right. And I just okay. burst into tears. I was like, I can't. Yes. You can't. Yeah. You can't both need my body right now. <laughs> so but I also I mean, Ben and I are definitely we display how our love for each other very clearly in front of Abel too, you know, like yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of kissing and a lot of hugging yeah. and a lot of, you know, like all of that stuff. Um, and, um, he thinks it's, uh, Ben picks me up a lot. <laughs> it's just a thing Ew. he does. Um, and Abel thinks that's awesome and he <laughs> wants to get picked up too. And, um, my husband is huge. And so he has no problem yeah. picking up the two of us. And so it's just kind of, it's, it's a fun way for us to still be, you know, kind of flirty and, and yeah. fun, but it's also showing Abel, this is what love is and yeah. your parents love each other. And, yeah. um, and, and so it's very, you know, it's cool. I like it. 
So, um, yeah. but it's been, now that he's gotten older and we can kind of be a bit more spontaneous about stuff, it's kind of become fun to back to, you know, almost like new relationship stuff. Like when is it going to happen? You know, and that sort of yeah. thing is kind of fun. Good. So we're enjoying it. That's for sure. So my husband and I, we were best friends in high school mm-hmm. and he was in love with me and I friend zoned him just <laughs> right off the bat. And so our relationship really didn't start physically. And sometimes it's something that we have to work at mm-hmm. because he's not that kind of testosterone <laughs> guy, which sometimes I wish he was, mm-hmm. but he, you know, makes up for it in other ways. Sure. And it's not like he's lacking anything. No, of course but, not. Um, it's just not, he's not the type of guy to grab you and throw you on the floor necessarily. <laughs> so it's something that we have had to work at to not slip into that friend zone that we spent, mm-hmm. you know, half of our relationship in. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to hear how other couples kind of deal with that. Yeah. Um, so we do. We have to work at having a schedule. And um, it's hard when I'm the one who has to initiate things and I'm tired. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's tired, too. But it is. It's tricky. Yeah, absolutely. And I know I I struggle with initiation have um, for whatever reason, which is very it's weird to me because I really do enjoy it and I love it a yeah, lot. Um, absolutely. But think it's part of being a woman too we have the capacity to think about six million things at once and sometimes sex is not one of those things most of the time and there are certain times it certainly is but you know I get home or I put the baby to sleep and I'm like okay I've got to do like x y and z and it's not always the thing on my mind now my husband is the guy who does pick me up and he's just like no we're doing this you know and, right and which is sometimes like no honey I, I need to right, do this right, right absolutely, now <laughs> absolutely and we certainly have had you know moments like that or me being like you know what give me 10 minutes and yeah. then I will be yeah. ready for you and I know that he wishes I would initiate sometimes more and I definitely it's something that I've been trying to work on but I've said that for yeah. like the last four years. So it's nice. I will say for my, for me, it's nice that he kind of does do that. And there's certainly been times post baby that I've just needed to do, like I've needed it. And so yeah. we, it's been easy then. And I find, I guess for myself, sometimes if I quote unquote schedule it in my mind, I don't necessarily tell him, but you know, I'm like, okay, we're going to do this once he goes to yeah. sleep, then we're going to yeah. do this. Yeah. And it, you know, you kind of prep yourself. Yeah, exactly. So, but it's good. I mean, you know, our sexual relationship is awesome and it has been from the beginning of our relationship and it, it you know, took a hiatus for me to heal basically. Yeah. And, um, and then things were, have now really, I mean, they're back to normal. We're very, we're both, um, quite satisfied I would say (laughs) so yeah well congratulations on your sexual satisfaction and congratulations on your restaurant do you have any events coming up in the not too distant Um, future we always have a featured brewery because our restaurant focuses on craft beer we have about 50 anywhere between 50 to 75 different craft beers in-house. So every month we feature a brewery and we try to keep them local as much as we can to New England. This summer, I believe we've got Maine Beer Company for July. And then um, we'll have Mass Landing Brewing for um, August, which uh, our local 
And so they opened in Westbrook a couple months ago and they're doing some really great beers. So we're going to have them in in August um, and we'll definitely be doing some fun stuff uh, with them. So, yeah. And then real quick, what is your favorite yoga pose? Oh, goodness. Now, because it's going to show. (laughs) Oh, it definitely does. Well, I've been doing an inversion challenge the past couple days, which is not something that's in. Yes. Yes. On Instagram, which is not something that's been in my practice ever. And it's kind of been very fun and exciting to try um, and to use the baby steps, that type of practice. And I mastered side crow the other day and it just felt awesome. Thanks, Katie. And thank you for listening. Check out our Facebook page for additional links, resources, or to ask questions about anything you've heard on the podcast. Thank you so much for supporting our Kickstarter or sharing either the podcast or our Kickstarter. So far, we're at $26 with 22 days left to go. Next week, we'll have Kate Nicholson and we'll be talking about self-care, doTERRA, Instagram challenges, and mom cuts. So let me know what you think about self-care, ways that you use self-care at home to make yourself feel special. Or tell me about your mom cut stories, whether they are tragedies or glories, on the Facebook page. Remember, subscribe, rate, review, and share. Sharing is caring.